Good morning, Sonship, and welcome to A Course in Miracles daily reading conference call, where we read from the original edition of ACIM, which is published by Course in Miracles Society. Today, we are reading from Chapter 30, but we're going to roll back to Paragraph 89, Paragraph before Section 9, Changes Reality, and then we'll read 89 through 94. You can access an original edition on your device by going to jcim.net. You will see that there are a bunch of new links. Um, Reverend Richard, do you want to let us know what's going on? Maybe there might be a sale or something going on? <laughs> and we're doing really well. We have, it's our holiday sale that we do every year, so take advantage of it. It's 20% off everything in the store. And this year, I don't think it was so last year. This year, it's free shipping, just like Prime. I'm a Prime addict. So uh, this is probably better than Prime. So take advantage. It's until the end of the year, 20% off, no, no shipping uh, in the United States. So, uh, and uh, let me just see. Uh, we have, yeah, some other, uh, uh, you know, I kept looking for information about our calls, and I had it stuck somewhere in links or some other place. And finally I said, wait a minute. Let me put it on the main menu. So if you tell people about our conference calls you can now there's the fourth link in is ACIM free conference calls and so it's that page that has all the information and say you want to call in and listen say you don't see the SoundCloud and you want to listen to the most recent call the call-in number is right there on that page so I also put the Las Vegas conference right there uh, not it's not called events anymore it's the conference and uh, hope I'm hoping I wasn't gonna go I'm gonna go now and I was hoping it would be a reunion for some of us because um, actually we're having our annual meeting Sims is having the annual meeting there uh, uh, Lee and Carl <laughs> um, mm. but you guys will be you know virtual if you can't make the conference but otherwise we're all going to meet and we have a person from Germany coming a member Manuela who was on our you know, uh, 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 at our Sims uh, meeting, board meeting, uh, Manuela, she's going to be there at the conference. So, she, and in fact, it was her idea to have the meeting there. Okay, so look, look at, uh, so when you go to jcim.net, check it out. Uh, and I think that's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm complete. One question, <clears throat> Reverend Rija, hi. Um, I was looking for the sale the other day on the website, and I didn't really see a word. You know, I looked in her books and all stuff that said sale. So I'm assuming that 20% off will just be deducted at the checkout. Is that right? Oh, yeah. When you go to the store, actually see the store is a link. And when you click the store, uh, and it shows everything that's in the store, everything is, I hope, <laughs> um, Everything is slashed through. Yep. The original price is slashed through, and the 20% price off price is there. So uh, just oh. click store, yep, and you'll see it is red, the, um, the new price with the 20% off. Okay. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. White light sale from the angels, free delivery. Check it out, <laughs> jcim.net. Let's see, we gather Monday through Friday from 9.15 to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time where we read each paragraph twice until we are finished. And we also invite our workbook lesson. Our lesson today is 322. I can, um, 
and I can't read my writing, but I can never what it was never real. Bear with me. I'm sorry. Three twenty two. I'm sorry. I can never give up, but was never real. And finally, we ask that you mute your phones at all times unless you're speaking by using your own mute function on your device. So before I turn it over, has anyone joined the call that would like to get on the reading list or say good morning? Chris, this is Carl. I think you have me on the list. Mm-hmm. But I, I have to leave early today. I have a class. So if you can put me somewhere <laughs> earlier, that's great. Put you right at the top. All right. So in order, we have, we'll go Carl, Ida, Reverend Regia, Lee, Fran, and Mary. And listening, we have Bryce, Sharon, and Paula. Uh, and Micah and just got on. Oh, hi, Micah. Hi, Rob. Hi there. Welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. All right, uh, fellow light being, Reverend Rija, lead us please into morning prayer. Thank you, Chris. Okay, we'll uh, just close our eyes for a few moments and draw the awareness within. As we close our eyes, we feel that shift that happens. It's almost palpable. We have let go of a lot of external stimuli just by closing the eyes. And as we do, we draw within. We relax the body just for a few moments. Relax the breath and our thoughts. There is nothing we need to do right now. Nowhere we need to go. No plans, no agendas, nothing. We can relax. We can let go. We can put the world down for a few moments and just be, just be still. Drink in that stillness. Drink in the divine. It's a blessing. From this place, we open guidance how blessed we are to have this guidance our souls I thank my soul every day for bringing me to the course and for bringing me to you my brother and our lesson today is I can give up but what was never real the lesson says quote I sacrifice illusions, nothing more. And as illusions go, I find the gifts illusions try to hide, awaiting me in shining welcome and in readiness to give God's ancient messages to me. Unquote. When I'm ready, God's messages are there, just for the asking. He said, knock and the door will be opened. I need to remember to ask. I need to remember that I don't know. I am willing to know. The lesson says, His memory abides in every gift that I receive of Him. And every dream serves only to conceal the self, which is God's only Son, the likeness of Himself, the Holy One who still abides in Him forever as He still abides in me. 
reality. Our prayer today, given us for this remembrance, is so beautiful, Father. To you, all sacrifice remains forever inconceivable. And so I cannot sacrifice except in dreams. As you created me, I can give up nothing you gave me. What you did not give me has no reality. What loss can I anticipate except the loss of fear and the return of love into my mind? And so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Rita. And uh, thank you, Reverend Rita. Uh, so, Micah, did you want to get on the reading list? I'm sorry to know. Uh, sure. Yeah, okay, I can good. do it. All right, Micah. You'll be the last, the last paragraph. All right, okay. here we go. Um, so, chapter 88. Excuse me. I did it again. Paragraph 88. Do not interpret... Of, of, what, of what chapter, Chris? Oh, sorry. Chapter 30. We're going to roll Thanks. back. One paragraph. We're going to go 88 through 94. Okay. Thank you. Okay, great. Do not interpret out of solitude, for what you see means nothing. It will shift in what it stands for, and you will believe the world is an uncertain place in which you walk in danger and uncertainty. But it is but your interpretations which are lacking in stability, for they are not in line with what you really are. In this state, this is a state so seemingly unsafe that fear must rise. Do not continue thus, my brothers. We have one interpreter. And through his use of symbols are we joined so that they mean the same to all of us. Our common language lets us speak to all our brothers and to understand with them forgiveness has been given to all and thus we can communicate again Carl 88 and 89 please do not interpret out of solitude for what you see means nothing it will shift in what it stands for and you will believe the world is an uncertain place in which you walk in danger and uncertainty it is but your interpretations which are lacking in stability for they are not in line with what you really are This is a state so seemingly unsafe that fear must rise. Do not continue thus, my brothers. We have one interpreter, and through his use of symbols are we joined so that they mean the same to all of us. Our common language lets us speak to all our brothers and to understand with them forgiveness has been given to us all, and thus we can communicate again. Okay, Changeless Reality, paragraph 89. Appearances deceive, but can never be changed. Reality is changeless. It does not deceive at all, and if you fail to see beyond appearances, you are deceived. For everything you see will change, and and yet you thought it real before, and now you think it real again. 
Reality is thus reduced to form and capable of change. Reality is changeless. It is this that makes it real and keeps it separate from all appearances. It must transcend all form to be itself. It cannot change. Thank you, Carl. Ida, 89 and 90, please. 89. Appearances deceive, but can be changed. Reality is changeless. It does not deceive at all. And if you fail to see beyond appearances, you are deceived. For everything you see will change. And yet you thought it real before. And now you think it real again. Reality is thus reduced to form and capable of change. Reality is changeless. Is this that makes it real and keeps it separate from all appearances? It must transport it must transcend all form to be itself. It cannot change. Ninety. The miracle is means to demonstrate that all appearances can change because they are appearances and cannot have the changelessness reality entails. The miracle attests salvation from appearances by showing they can change. Your brother has a changelessness in him beyond appearance and deception both. It is obscured by changing views of him which you perceive as his reality. The happy dream about him takes the form of the appearance of his perfect health, his perfect freedom from all forms of lack, and safety from disaster of all kinds. The miracle is proof. He is not bound by loss or suffering in any form because it can easily be changed. This demonstrates that it was never real and could not stem from his reality. For that is changeless and has no effects to which anything in heaven or on earth could ever alter. But appearances are shown to be unreal because they change. Thank you, Ida. Reverend Rita, 90 and 91, please. Okay, 90. The miracle is means to demonstrate that all appearances can change because they are appearances and cannot have the changelessness reality entails. The miracle attests salvation from appearances by showing they can change. Your brother has a changelessness in him beyond appearance and deception both. It is obscured by changing views of him which you perceive as his reality. The happy dream about him takes the form of the appearance of his perfect health, his perfect freedom from all forms of lack and safety from disaster of all kinds. The miracle is proof he is not bound by loss or suffering in any form because it can so easily be changed. This demonstrates that it was never real and could not stem from his reality. For that is changeless and has no effects which anything in heaven or on earth could ever alter. 
but appearances are shown to be unreal because they change. 91. What is temptation but a wish to make illusions real? It does not seem to be the wish that no reality be so, yet it is an assertion that some forms of idols have a powerful appeal which makes them harder to resist than those you would not want to have reality. Temptation, then, is nothing more than this. A prayer the miracle touch, not some dreams, but keep their unreality obscure and give to them reality instead. And heaven gives no answer to the prayer, nor can a miracle be given you to heal appearances you do not like. You have established limits. What you ask is is given you, but not of God who knows no limits. You have limited yourself. Thank you, Reverend Rita. Lean 91 and 92, please. What is temptation but a wish to make illusions real? It does not seem to be the wish that no reality be so. Yet it is an assertion that some forms of idols have a powerful appeal which makes them harder to resist than those you would not want to have reality. Temptation, then, is nothing more than this. A prayer, the miracle touch not some dreams, but keep their unreality obscure and give to them reality instead. And heaven gives no answer to the prayer, nor can a miracle be given you to heal appearances you do not like. You have established limits. What you ask is given you, but not of God, who knows no limits. You have limited yourself. 92. Reality is changeless. Miracles but show what you have interposed between reality and your awareness is unreal and does not interfere at all. The cost of the belief there must be some appearances beyond the hope of change is that the miracle cannot come forth from you consistently. For you have asked it be withheld from power to heal all dreams. There is no miracle you cannot have when you desire healing. But there is no miracle that can be given you unless you want it. Choose what you would heal, and he who gives all miracles has not been given freedom to bestow his gifts upon God's Son. When he is tempted, he denies reality, and he becomes the willing slave of what he chose instead. Thank you, Lee. Fran, 92 and 93, please. 92. Reality is changeless. Miracles that show what you have interposed between reality and your awareness is unreal and does not interfere at all. The cost of the belief there must be some appearances beyond the hope of change is that the miracle cannot come forth from you consistently, but you have asked it be withheld from power to heal all dreams. There is no miracle you cannot have when you desire healing, but there is no miracle that can be given you unless you want it. 
choose what you would heal, and he who gives all miracles has not been given freedom to bestow his gifts upon God's Son. When he is tempted, he denies reality, and he becomes the willing slave of what he chose instead. 93. Because reality is changeless, is a miracle already there to heal all things that change and offer them to you to see in happy form, devoid of fear. It will be given you to look upon your brother thus, but not while you would have it otherwise in some respects. For this but means you would not have him healed and whole. The Christ in him is perfect. Is it this that you would look upon? Then let there be no dreams about him, which you would prefer to saying this, and you will see the Christ in him, because you let him come to you. And when he has appeared to you, you will be certain you are like him, for he is the changeless in your brother and in you. Thank you, friend. Mary, 93 and 94, please. Because reality is changeless, is a miracle already there to heal all things that change and offer them to you to see in happy form, devoid of fear. It will be given you to look upon your brother thus, but not while you would have it otherwise in some respects. For this but means you would not have him healed and whole. The Christ in him is perfect. Is it this that you would look upon? Then let there be no dreams about him which you would prefer to seeing this. And you will see the Christ in him because you let him come to you. And when he has appeared to you, you will be certain you are like him, for he is the changeless in your brother and in you. 94. This will you look upon when you decide There is not one appearance you would hold in place of what your brother really is. Let no temptation to prefer a dream allow uncertainty to enter here. Be not made guilty and afraid when you are tempted by a dream of what he is but do not give it power to replace the changeless in him in your sight of him. There is no false appearance, but will fade if you request a miracle instead. There is no pain from which he is not free if you would have him be but what he is. Why should you fear to see the Christ in him? You but behold yourself in what you see. As he is healed, 
are you made free of guilt? For his appearance is your own to you. Thank you, Mary. And Micah, 94, please. Okay, hold on. Uh, This will you look upon when you decide there is not one appearance you would hold in place of what your brother really is. Let no temptation to prefer a dream allow uncertainty to enter here. Be not made guilty and afraid when you are tempted by a dream of what he is. But do not give it power to replace the changeless in him in your sight of him. There is no false appearance, but will fade if you request a miracle instead. There is no pain from which he is not free, if you would have him be what he is. Why should you fear to see the Christ in him? You but behold yourself in what you see. As he is healed, are you made free of guilt? For his appearance is your own to you. Thank you, Micah. Why should you fear to see the Christ in him? You but behold yourself in what you see. As he is healed, are you made free of guilt? For his appearance is your own to you. Reverend Regia, how about a prayer to open the floor, please? Sure. We'll just draw within now and open our most loving minds to what is real. It has not gone away. It is we who have gone from it. And the wonderful, beautiful, awesome characteristic of this reality is that it's changeless. It does not change. I can go away for a long, long time. I can deny. I can obscure. I can think illusions are real and appearances. But that hasn't changed reality. Reality is changeless. And it's always there when I open to it. That's incredible. That is grace. Nothing I have ever done has changed it. <laughs> I just need to I just need to open. And then it showers me with my reality and then I can turn and I can see I can see my world my brothers as they truly are the eyes of Christ with forgiveness then the gap is closed we're not separate such a gift it's just me who have taken myself away from it And so today, I recognize this. 
I recognize that I want to see reality. I want to see with the eyes of Christ. I want to let illusions go. They have never, ever brought me peace. I'm going to end the cycle of attack and defense within myself. I'm going to accept the atonement. I'm going to accept the salvation. And then I open to why I came here. To heal and be healed. We are the light of the world. I am the light of the world. And so it is. Amen. 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 Thank you. Beautiful, Reverend Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Thank you so much, Reverend Richa. Beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. yeah, that was beautiful, Reverend Richa. Thank you so much. Beautiful. You know, this is Reverend Richard Joy. This is absolutely my favorite theme, <laughs> changelessness. It's like it is saving. It saves me. It saves me from my ego because changelessness, oh, my God, it just it's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful idea. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm just happy. I'm just so happy that... Uh, that we're reading this today. <laughs> I'm complete. Thank you. Me too. Thank you. I caught it. Thank you so much, Reverend Rija. <laughs> <laughs> it's Chris. It's so perfect timing as we are gathering for the holidays with our beloved special relationships. And I am so willing to let go of what I'm seeing in myself to see in others. And I just want to know how. And I know that's probably an ego response, but I just, I don't understand why it keeps coming up because there are times I can let it go and then there are times that it's just right in front of me. I'm complete. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Chris. That's my question, too. This is Ida. I'm complete. This is Carl. Um, It's funny that that you uh, asked that question, Chris, because, uh, you know, to to love your brother, I mean, that's a a tall order. and, And, you know, what what really what what is what does that mean how 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 do you express that in your own mind and uh, you know I came across uh, a couple of months ago uh, some advice on how to do that and um, the author the author is Michael Langford and and Michael says, if you find it hard to use the word love or grasp the meaning of the word love, then to substitute, 
these words that perhaps will be easier to to um, embrace, and that would be to emotionally allow, emotionally allow your brother to do what he does, to just allow. And then once you learn to allow, then you can substitute that for emotionally accept, emotionally accept what your brother does, what your, what your brother is. And then over time, then you can move into love. I'm complete. Thank you, Carl. Yeah, Carl, Carl, that was Thank great. You, Carl. Thank you. Thanks, Carl. Thanks, Carl. It's Chris. Thanks, you know, the, the biggest challenge, I shared this last night on the call, and we, we talked about it um, on Happy Hour. You know, when the Paris attacks happened, the first reaction I had was to pray, to pray and forgive my brother that are in this. And, the, the, I, and I know it's because the separate, like, because I have no real emotional attachment. I don't know who these people are. I don't personally know anyone who was, who was killed. Well, not killed, but left this world. Um, but when it comes to special relationships, you know, and this is just a simple example. My, my sister-in-law, through the grace of alcohol, sent my mother, who she thought was my dad, just a, an attacking email about, you're not welcome in my family. My kids don't, you know, your grandchildren don't like you, that kind of thing. And, you know, for the grace of the course, I no longer got angry at her because of the action, which means I'm no longer angry at myself. So I know that that forgiveness part has been healed. But to hear the pain in my dad, who was beside my mother's bed, who just went through, you know, she just had, um, what do you call it? She had um, surgery this week for colon cancer. Hello, you can see how this all plays out that's the part of where I struggle like the 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 wave effect of and it's just like you said I mean I love my sister-in-law I love my parents and it's just the 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 struggle is the pain to see them in which I know is the pain that I see in myself so the question is how when it's like every day I'm so willing like let this go like how do I see beyond their pain so that I can see the Christ in myself to see it in them. Does that make sense? I'm complete. Good question. Hope there's an answer. Makes total sense. Thank you. Yes, it Thanks, does. Chris. Thanks, Chris. Yes, it makes total sense to me, and I can, you know, switch it around. How can I see past the pain in me? To 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 you know. Either way, it's the same question. Thank you. I'm complete. This is Rob. Uh, give me a chance to try to transmute this thing that is individual and individualized by our true selves withdrawing into a specific form. When we have separated from ourselves, as one, we are no longer just the light. We are no longer what the Course refers to as the great rays shining from the source of God. 
standing, each exactly like the other, completely intermingleable, completely one from source. When we withdraw from that, it is as if light became a particle. And in this particular form, then opinions from nowhere can enter. When an opinion from nowhere enters, and you can see the progenitor of that unsourced opinion as the light, the great rays, just exactly like yourself and exactly like everything else. The great rays shine in utter multiplicity from God, but they are utterly alike and alike to God. And so they must withdraw to particular, particular to have a particular unique opinion that comes from nowhere. And you can see them in the light of the great rays because you are one, and then you can dissipate the effects of what they could not possibly be saying. Just see them as shining. This may help. I'm complete. Thanks, Rob. I don't want to be a share um, hog. Um, I just want to make sure I understand this. It's because I'm separating out and seeing individuals rather than oneness is causing this pain within myself. Is that what you're saying? You're seeing their particular, particulate, particular, uh -huh. their individualization into... Um, non-rays, not shining in the light of their heavenly source. They have withdrawn, become something, projected it to you, and you recognize it as not yourself. Right. You recognize it as not God. And well, then that gives you pain if you believe that is what is true. Oh, wow. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm complete. That's great, Rob. Thank you. I like that a lot, Rob. I like the way you shared that. Beautiful. Yeah, thank you, Rob. Yeah. Just you, you're just me. And we are all, of course, emanations from the great self called God. Rob, I, I appreciated it very much. There was a, as you were talking, I got a, a sensation of looking at the, uh, the changeless that, that's surrounding uh, this, this experience of having a body and the dream of form uh, in this particular dimension and and just feeling the changelessness that's that's holding everything. And as you were talking about uh, this oneness that we come from, I could f 
the the changelessness that's surrounding us started to take on you know we're the son of god and it seems that whatever we acknowledge we start to experience and so the changelessness that was surrounding me took on this quality of the the oneness and the sameness that that the son of god has the sonship has and that you could and as you were talking about the great rays it started to you know, take on that vibration of that that changelessness is the great rays. And uh, anyway, thank you very much. Let me further back for a moment. When you see that Jesus is taking on the altered form of Thomas. Remember, Thomas just means twin. And everyone thought Thomas looked like Jesus because Jesus was the one with the idea of the great rays and the changelessness. So they thought Thomas looks like him. No, he took on the form of a person to show that he would be like them in the particulate or particular modality where they were trying to withdraw to and join them and bring the light. And this is the saying. It's on our flag, 50 of them. If they ask you where you have come from, to your particulateness, you see, to your withdrawing to separateness, tell them you have come from the light where the light came into being, established itself, and appeared in an image of light. If they ask you, are you the light, say, we are its children and the offspring of the living source. The great rays we are. We are the great rays of the living source. If they ask you of the evidence of the source within you, say, it is motion, you know, how the, you know how the rays of light within the light of all of the other light look like it's moving, but it stands there as a ray? It looks still like it's active inside, but it's perfectly at rest being coming from God. Say to them it is motion and rest, meaning simultaneously. This is the description of the great rays. I could not understand this until the Course came and showed me in my own particular fashion, in the fashion of the angelic speech, the English, that could now be universal so everyone could see each other as the great rays. I couldn't understand the 50th saying till now. I don't mean to just... You know, I'm just trying to explain this. I'm sorry it took so long. I'm, I'm, I'm complete. Thank, Thank you, Rob. 
Rob, it's Chris. I had a great idea. What if for Thanksgiving I went out and bought a bunch of flashlights and put them on the plate? And anytime anybody said anything ne- negative, just take the flashlight and shine and said, that's not where you come from. That's not where I come from. I'm like, change holidays forever. <laughs> well, that's a, perfect, that's a perfect metaphor. So the part of us that's the truth of who we are relates to the truth of who my brother is. And in the light of all the things that are going on with the stuff in Paris, you know, the, the, the empathy and the, uh, um, the, the, the feelings that the whole world is, is sharing with the people there in Paris, um, that resonates with truth to truth, okay? Wasn't it too long ago that we were down on the French and called them freedom fries? And remember, I don't even remember what the flap was about. But it was not too long ago till we till that we were at odds with the French, and now here we are, in a level of compassion and 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 relating, at the deepest levels. That superficial stuff is no longer at all important. I remember the thing with with Ronald Reagan giving that speech at the UN where he said, you know, how humanity would unite if there was a threat from outer space. You know, that, again, we'd put our petty differences aside and, and we would unite as, as one humanity. And so I think, again, the, the changeless part of who we are, the reality of who we are, always relates to the reality and the truth of who my brother is. But that superficial stuff, that's the stuff that, that we see differently, and that's the stuff that we judge and condemn and attack. But I just find the paradox very interesting that all this compassion for the French now and not too long ago, there was all this contempt for the French. And I just find it very interesting, the, you know, the way that we demonstrate who we are in this world. So I'm complete. Right. Non, non-changelessness. We don't see the others as light. Right. That part resonates, regardless of what the appearance may look like. Yes, regardless. Well, I liken it, since we just not too long past Halloween, I was liking it to, you know, whatever costume you wore on Halloween night and the costume somebody else wore on Halloween night. Um, once you took the costumes off, you were back to being people to people. But but you could, uh, you could judge and attack and be afraid of the costumes. And, I mean, all this skin suit is is just a costume, correct? I mean, covering the, the great rays of light, the truth of who we are and as God created us to be. So, so trying to figure all this stuff out and when to apply what where. But the bottom line comes down to, you know, the, the namaste thing. You know, the, the, the Christ and the light in me recognizes the Christ and the light in you. And then, then we're at peace. So I'm complete. Thank you. Exactly. Thank you, Stephen. I have really enjoyed this. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. This, this is uh, Reverend Rita Joy. I just wanted to jump in uh, briefly. And um, when Chris asked, asked your question, uh, in light of your father's uh, being misperceived and his the pain that, that uh, had caused him, and I asked myself, my parents are are uh, on the other side now and um but i asked myself what would i and i was very close to both of them and i asked myself what would i do if in that situation if they were still here and i think my the answer i got was that i i would um i would speak to my father i would um 
I would express to him how so beautiful he is, how very changeless he is, how he is still as God created him and nothing, no one can change who he is, not anyone's opinion or perception. And then I believe I would say, and this um, other person who is misperceiving you, guess what? They're changeless too. Their, their thoughts haven't changed who they are. You know, they, so it's, it's really coming to what is real, which is unconditional love and uh, 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 what's that word? Um, anyway, it's, it's holding that person in, in the light of who they truly are. And, uh, you know, there's a part in the course I always come back to. It's, uh, it's chapter 8, and it's the whole encounter. You know how we <laughs> mention that a lot, uh, or I do. Um, and, and it says here uh, in paragraph 21, whenever you are with a brother, you are learning what you are because you are teaching what you are. And, uh, you know, it's like, when we come to know our brother as changeless and as sinless, that's, we come to know that that's, as, as Micah had shared, we come to know that is who we are as well. And so that's how we go home with one another. We, we hold hands and we go home to the reality of who we are. And so I think I would, I would just express that. And, and, and whether it was received or not, that's okay. Um, but love has a, has a language. Uh, I, I believe... Uh, minds are joined and no matter what words I use I believe there is a part of his mind my father's mind who would who would resonate and know and open to who he is and who I am he would see the love feel the love and then feel the love that I have for his uh, for the other person as well that's just what I wanted to share thank you so much for your question uh, Chris and thanks everybody Thanks, Reverend yeah. Risha. Thank you, Reverend Risha. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thank you. And that I can do. I'm complete. Thank Everybody you, Everybody says love and light easily in uh, the greeting or the farewell of a letter. Love and light. And they are one and the same. When the love of them is greater than what you want them to be like your particular idea of them, then you dissolve into the love, the light. And when you dissolve into the love and the light, then you are one in the light of your heavenly mother, father, father, mother. I'm complete. Thank you. Rob, hi, it's Ida, and I'm not, hi, I'm not doing it here. I'm feeling, I'm judging myself for having this pain and seeing um, others lovelessly. Um... Like I should be further along, but even pursuing that, that judgment. Um, 
most wonderful words in the world spoken by the most loving people can sometimes just be words to me and I want the experience. Thank you. I'm complete. Yes. Yes, the transmutation into light comes through the asking for the new perception from the Holy Spirit. That's the comforter that was left. If I leave you, if I, t- if I stop this particular image that you all have of me, and I leave you, I will leave you a comforter that allows you to get a new perception on everything, and that perception will both transform you and the others into the light that you are. That's what it means, the new comforter, to me. I'm complete. Ida, this is Sharon. Thank you so much for your honesty. I'm very, I really appreciate it. And I send you love and blessings. I totally understand how you're feeling. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you, everybody. We are the light. This is Leah. I want to thank Bryce for suggesting we roll back to that last paragraph of the last section. Right. Interpreting out of solitude. That is the means by which I'm persuaded by appearance as to what to make of myself and and of you and of everything. And we're offered here an alternative that I can, in accepting the changeless reality, I can be guided by my right mind, by Holy Spirit's acquaintance for me with my right mind to penetrate beneath appearance and recognize that whether it's a Thanksgiving dinner, whether it's a battle, whether it's a terrorist strike, whatever about appearances that is directing me into fear or into condemnation or into seeing a brother as um, guilty in seeing the world as an uncertain and unsafe place. All of those appearances represent what the ego has taught me across my life and what its thought system offers me. And now I'm being directed to a different thought system with an entirely different perspective, one that comes from my reality and allows me to impart that reality on everything I see, past appearances. That's why I read in this first paragraph, appearances deceive, but they can be changed. This reality I'm being directed to transcends appearance. It's the reality that offers me the clarity by which I can come to understand the nature of my safety and the nature of both my sinlessness and yours. It's that reality that offers me um, escape from appearances. 
that brings me back to the changeless in me, the Christ in me, and allows me to look for and remember the Christ in you. This is the onset of vision. This is the onset of Christ's sight. This is what my prayer to Holy Spirit for correction is guiding me toward. It's the ability that my vision now align with my right mind and offer the alternative in every respect to what frightens or um, dismays me, disheartens me. In paragraph 90, there's a single, there's a sentence uh, in the center of that paragraph that says, the happy dream about my brother takes the form of the appearance of his perfect health, his perfect freedom from all forms of lack, and safety from disaster of all kinds. What I read in that sentence is that what I can know about you is that everything that seems to be other than your perfect health or your perfect freedom or your safety from disaster of all kinds is the appearance of an illusion that I've accepted instead of the truth of you and the truth of me. I can hold you, especially in regard to those occasions where I'm tempted to condemn you or judge you negatively. I can regard you as that which stands above all of these changing conditions and circumstances. If I remember I have that alternative, then in those moments when I'm inclined to judge you and feel that separation suddenly occur, I can understand I've been given the means to reach past that. I may not be able to do it in the moment, but the Course guides me at the earliest opportunity to seek for that healing, to remember what it is I'm being directed to remember about you so that I can remember that same about myself. The title of this section is The Changeless Reality. And it's good for me to remember that reality is a word that I have denied the presence of. I've actually denied that there is a reality offered me on the other side of all my formulations and my interpretations. Yesterday we were led to the new interpretation and I was told in that last paragraph of the last section we have one interpreter who can offer to us the vision that penetrates past what the ego has whispered is true. All appearances represent the ego's perspective. What it would have me believe about everything and everyone. But this one interpreter leads me past. Rob's done a beautiful job of describing that there is that which I am that relates to the great rays. The Christ in me is all that's ever so. And I actually am given the ability across this life to begin to look for the Christ in you and the Christ in all of those I would judge and to see how much that restores to me 
peace and a capacity for love where I thought it had been taken from me by circumstance and appearance. There's a really important sentence in 91 that says it does not seem to be my wish that no reality be so. It doesn't seem to be my wish that there be no reality and that I be the arbiter moment by moment of what's true and what's not, what's good and what's not, what's acceptable and not, and what's forgivable and what stands beyond forgiveness. It doesn't seem that I want to be the arbiter, but I do. And when I choose to be the arbiter, I've given in to temptations to make illusions real. The illusions are everything I've introduced between reality and my awareness. That's what he says in 92. Miracles but show what you have interposed between reality and your awareness is unreal and doesn't interfere at all. How does it not interfere? It doesn't interfere because it's just a wisp of my preference for what I'm to believe. And when I give up that preference for what I am drawn to want to believe, then I'm led to the truth past appearance, the changeless reality of innocence that's true always of every circumstance and every actor. I see nothing then but the Christ expressing always past all mistakes all misbehavior, all misguided actions. I see, the pri I see the Christ beyond what had in my illusions directed me to deny reality. In 93, I'm told, because reality is changeless, is a miracle already there to heal all things that change and offer them to you to see in happy form devoid of fear. Am I willing to see everything that frightens me or turns me off or aggravates me or angers me stripped of what I added to the situation that justified my feelings? Am I willing to see all that stripped away so I can be restored to reality? Reality is never frightening. Reality is never frightening. He tells me that over and over in the Course. Today's lesson asks that I recognize that I can give up but what was never real. And that as I'm acting, as I'm, as I'm requesting correction, and as I experience some fear about what will be taken from me, there's a blessing here and being assured that all that will ever be taken from me was what I had believed to be so that was mistaken. And it's my mistaken beliefs that are the source of everything that disturbs me. On any level, I sacrifice illusions, nothing more, he says in Lesson 322. And as illusions go, I find the gifts illusions try to hide, awaiting me in shining welcome and in readiness to give God's ancient messages to me. All I ever sacrifice, all I ever give up, 
are those illusions and mistaken beliefs and judgments that I interpose between reality and my awareness. And the gift of the Course is that he says, as I'm ready, he's willing to take those illusions from me and offer to me in shining welcome all that reality offers me and always has. Thanks, guys. I'm complete. Perfect. Wisps of my preference. Wisps of my own preference. That's perfect. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Lee. Thank you, Lee. That reminded me of what I was going to say before, but I forgot to say that I know, understand, or at least accept that I, as ego, am doing this, am perceiving myself and others lovelessly, and um, I want the correction, and I want to realize that all that can ever be taken away from me is what was never real in the first place, that I really don't need and really don't want. I want the peace of God. I want the peace of God. I want the peace of God. Amen. Thank Amen. you, Ida. Yeah, Thank you, Ida. Ida. Me too. What's the peace of God too, Ida? That was great. This is Bryce. Um, I, I wanted to, again, thanks, Lee, uh, that we could uh, take some time again and look at ADA. Um, you know, there's one, absolutely one sentence, um, the very last sentence in 88, which is critical that my mind be illuminated with. <clears throat> it's our common language. What is our common language? It's humble, humble ground. Humble ground. Humble ground lets us speak to all our brothers and to understand with them. Okay, this is this is so perfect for me that I must understand with them. Forgiveness has been given to us all. And on that basis, when that basis is firmly in my mind, then we can communicate again. Until that is the clear, clear, clear recognition of what puts me on level ground with my brother, and I hate to quote a, a Bible verse because it's so wrong. It's the one that says, All have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We could change it a little bit. All of us have made mistakes and need forgiveness. When I get clear about that, I don't relate to my brothers with anything different than forgiveness as my common reality with them. I don't put myself lower and think I'm worse or I don't put them lower and think they're worse. 
So that's where I must begin to step into this next section. So once I'm clear what, where the level ground is in seeing all my brothers, then I can step into this new idea of who I am and who they are that forgiveness lets me truly see. And, the, and I just want to just mention, because I come from a family also where my parents have left, uh, but I will tell you, when they were here, I had terrible, painful experiences with them. And it was because I related to them in this special relationship where my identity was based in their judgments, their errors, my judgments, and my errors. And there was so much of my identity completely engaged and, and, and engrossed in all of those idols, because that's all I knew about who I was in those relationships. I didn't have a, a different I didn't have a different standard other than their judgments of me. So when I was dealing with anyone in my family, my mind was filled up with those judgments that I imagined that they had. And that's the fear that I demonstrated in those, in those uh, relationships with my, my parents when I was experiencing the trauma of not being given this wonderful idea that you're loved absolutely. You're loved completely without, any, without ever any blemish on that. I never really had that. And then the same thing I repeated with my own children. So I have the temptation, which I want to go to, again, this next uh, section in paragraph 94. It says, let no temptation to prefer a dream allow uncertainty to enter here. Be not made guilty and afraid when you are tempted by a dream of what he is or tempted by a dream of what you are. That's the deception that is what is mentioned of the two things that uh, we deal with, and that's in paragraph 90 where it says, your brother has a changelessness in him beyond appearance and deception. The deception is the thing that is, is constantly I'm being twist, that's being twisted around in my mind and would take, away, take me away from the truth. And that's all of this broadcasting between uh, in my history with my family, my own and theirs, where forgiveness really needs to be blanketed and, and just cover, cover all of it and realize that all of that was done out of a mistaken sense of identity. I need to just realize that all forms of judgment, of fear, of anger, they're, they're just the projections of a person who has lost their way of knowing who they really are. As soon as I get to that awareness, I can love them and realize they're just experiencing an unreal deception of who they think they are. And if I judge also, I'm doing the same thing. 
I must get clear. I don't want that misperception. I want to have the reality of who they really are. And I need to really, I need to really then receive the true forgiveness available for me. If I'm judging anything in anyone else, I must go within and deeply receive the forgiveness I know I need, especially in my family relationships where I'm still hanging on to the past ideas of my failures or theirs as who I am. And none of that is real. I'm complete. Mm. Yep. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you. Thank you, Bryce. That's great, Bryce. Thank you. Thank you, Bryce. Thank you, everyone. On target for families. Amen. All right, Reverend Rija, what do you say? Yep, sounds good. Okay. So we'll uh, we'll end our time together right now by going into the the stillness, closing our eyes, relaxing. We're opening to the remembrance of what is always there. It has not changed. It's our changeless reality. A saving grace for me today is the knowledge that nothing real can be threatened. When I first heard those words, I did not understand what it meant. I hadn't realized how much unreality I had given everything. It's crazy, but I truly didn't know what was meant by the word real. And now I'm getting a sense of what is real. And for me, it's the unconditional, changeless love within me. This love is the only reality. I'm learning in A Course in Miracles, quote, love doesn't conquer all things, but it does set all things right, unquote. It is real and cannot be threatened. It is my reality. And, quote, reality is changeless. It is this that makes it real and keeps it separate from all appearances. It must transcend all form to be itself. It cannot change, unquote. Love transcends all unreality in all appearances, which can deceive and can be changed. Appearances come from nothingness. Now I understand where I had read, quote, nothing unreal exists. And thus, who am I? Who, who is my brother? I've been deceived by appearances almost the whole time I've been here in the body, and I have let them deceive me so completely. I have made illusions, my reality, and my brother's reality as well. We read today, quote, Your brother has a changelessness in him beyond appearance, and deception both. It is obscured by changing views of him which you perceive as his reality. Unquote. 
It is only I who have substituted illusions for reality. I substituted separation for oneness, condemnation for love, and a view of my brother as sinful and deserving punishment instead of knowing him as the sinless child of God. I have been sorely tempted in this place. For, quote, what is temptation? but a wish to make illusions real, unquote. I've decided on my own what is reality. I've made illusions real for me, and then I suffered at their hand. All things come to me as I have asked. What have I done with the free will given me? Quote, you have established limits, What you ask is given you, but not of God who wills no limits. You have limited yourself. And so I pray, Father, Mother, God, let your words enter in the very heart of my soul and guide me. Teach me who my brother is and therefore who I am as well. Quote, The Christ in him is perfect. Is it this that you would look upon? and let there be no dreams about him which you would prefer to see. And you will see Christ in him when you let him come to you. And when he has appeared to you, you will be certain you are like him. For he is the changeless in your brother and in you. Why should you fear to see Christ in him? You but behold yourself. And so it is. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Thanks. Great. I love that. Amen. Wonderful, Reverend Rita. Thank you. Thank you. Amen. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Chris. Thank you. Thanks, everyone.